Good morning. Amen. I'm thankful this morning to have the abiding presence of the Spirit of the Holy God in my heart. When I stop to think about, uh, well, David said it better than I can say it. Um, what is man that thou art mindful of him? Uh, and the son of man that thou wouldest visit him. That he would take thought of us um, in our poor, lost, and pitiful condition. That he, that he loved us so much. That he sent his son to die on the cross. It, it is overwhelming. Um, there, that song about uh, who am I? That he would bleed and die for it. Um, so I, I'm thankful. And I read somewhere where it said, if you want to be more humble, then you need to be more thankful. When you begin to praise God and thank him and acknowledge the miracles just in being able to wake up this morning, then it causes humility to come. And the Lord can certainly, uh, work with us then. Um, I read this, I came to camp meeting with this on my mind. It's the Psalm 112, praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth greatly in his commandments. You know, commandments, sometimes uh, people stumble at that a little bit because they don't have an obedient heart. But the thing that causes us to delight in them is when we fear the Lord. Um, And when we love him with all of our heart and our soul and our mind. So I praise the Lord this morning. And he's blessed me. Because I fear him and I delight greatly in his commandments. I want him to know I want to know what the Lord wants me to do. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house, and his righteousness endureth forever. So I have wealth and riches in my house this morning. Unto the upright There ariseth light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. That that light would arise in darkness that we come upon in our light is uh, something that is so precious. Um, It's what makes the world stop and take notice. You know, in the Beatitudes, it says, Blessed are they that mourn. Blessed are they that are persecuted for righteousness' sake. Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness. And all those promises that he gives us. And when we fulfill that in our life, when light is there in the darkness for us, Mm -hmm. then the world takes notice and they go, That hasn't happened to me. I'm I'm stumbling at this. You know, a good man should with favor and lendeth, and he will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he shall not be moved forever. The righteous shall be in everlasting remembrance. He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is fixed, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He shall not be afraid, Brian. He shall not be afraid until he see his desire upon his enemies. He hath dispersed he hath given to the poor. His righteousness endureth forever. Yeah, right. 
forever. You want to get a hold of something that that is dependable, that is something you can build your life on, that won't let you down in the in the difficult times of life. It's right here. It's the Word of God. I love what Pam said last night that she knew. Do I have water? I can't. I can't hardly talk. Um, she talked about the what knowing the way, and then she said that she was thankful she knew the way as a person. Jesus, yes. he said, I am... Yeah, I am the way. I am the way. Right. Yeah. So a lot of people struggle with knowing what the, what the right way is. Yeah, well, it's Jesus. That's right. I am the way. And then he says, I am truth. Amen. That's right. No, we, none of us want to, yes. to be told no. thoughts things we no, want to no, no. when you go to the doctor you no, want to know what's wrong tell me what's wrong tell me what I need to do and I'll get I'll do I'll take the medicine I'll have the surgery whatever I need to do tell me the truth and that's the way we need to be when we come to God I'm the way the truth and life I'm the way the truth and the life the wicked shall see it and be grieved he shall gnash with his teeth and melt away and the desire of the wicked shall perish and then I see that was 112 and um, this is um, the 107th Psalm. Yeah. Sister Laura Carter read it to us um, when they visited us the other the other week. Yes, she did. Oh, that men would praise the yeah, Lord right. for His goodness and for His wonderful works right. to the children of men. I always think of Naomi when I read this. Naomi Curry. This is her chapter. For he satisfieth yes. the longing soul, That's right. and he filleth the hungry soul with goodness, yes. such as sit in darkness yeah. and in the shadow of death, being bound in affliction and iron, because they rebelled against the words of God and condemned the counsel of the Most High. Therefore he brought down their heart with labor, and they fell down, and there was none to help. And then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and he saved them out of their distress, and he brought them out of darkness. That light comes into their light, and the shadow of death, and he break their bands in sunder. That's what he can do for us if we will just be obedient to the word of God and to his commandments. I enjoyed uh, Mitch's sermon last night. I've enjoyed everything that's been said. Uh, so far, I enjoy the Word. I enjoy the Spirit. Um, I believe the Word of God. If I don't understand it, it doesn't mean that I don't believe it. I, I tell God, Lord, I don't understand this right now, but I still believe it. And maybe you'll extend grace and mercy to me at some point, and I, and I will understand it. Um, but there are some things. I, I know, as Mitch said last night, that there is uh, a cross to bear. Yes. That the cross is your will. It's yes. what I've decided. Everyone, you know, everybody talks about, well, this is my cross to bear. This is my cross to bear. Well, I, it's a lot more than just, you know, one little situation. It is all situations. The cross is your will. Whatever you want, whatever, however you think, whatever you, uh, whatever you are, your will, it's your cross. And it's got, you've got to die on it. And, and, uh, but the power, um, you can't get to the power without going through the cross. Um, the death has to come first. It says it, we have been planted together in the likeness, the likeness of his death. Yes. The likeness of his death. You know, everybody, they talk about things in the word, about baptism, about communion, about 
about this and that, but there's not a lot of people that want to be crucified. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. That little sister yesterday said about being converted, sanctified, and crucified. So I agree with you. Um, There's a a, a death and a resurrection, and the power comes in the resurrection. Well, we, we see... You know, we, we understand that we were lost in, in darkness and in sin and, and, and bound, that verse said, with a iron and, and a yoke and, and in prison and not really understanding how to get out. And people have no hope and they, they go here and they go there looking for an answer. And it's right here. It's so plain and so simple. And it seems that sometimes people just struggle with the word. Just accept the word. Just believe the word. Amen. Just believe the word. Um, and and, and the, the Old Testament gives us um, a kind of a picture of what's coming. Yes, that's right. Allegory. And... Um, I don't know hardly know where this is a problem for me, so y'all bear with me. Blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in my holy mountain. This is the second chapter of Joel. And let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh and at hand. This is Joel. This is in the Old Testament, and he says the day of the Lord is at hand. A day of darkness and of gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness. You remember what happened on uh, yeah. the mount when he gave the law? There was yeah. thunders and lightning and, and it shook. They visibly saw the power of God and, and they heard the commandments when Moses came down. And it, it was so awful. The, um, they, they hid their face. And when Moses came down, they, they put a veil over his face because it, his face was so bright he had been with God. And that's, that's a... A type and a shadow. Yes, it is. Um, Amen. A day of darkness and gloominess, a day of clouds and thick darkness, as the morning spread upon the mountains. A great people and a strong, there hath not ever been the light, neither shall there be any more after it, even to the years of many generations. And then you come on down talking about the day of the Lord. Like the noise of chariots on the tops of mountains, they shall leap. Like the noise of a flame of fire that devoureth the stubble. As a strong people set in battle array. Before their face the people shall be pained. And all the faces shall gather. And all faces shall gather blackness. And they shall run like mighty men. And they shall climb the wall like men of war. And they shall march everyone on his ways. And they shall not break their ranks. Neither shall one thrust another. They shall walk, Amen. everyone in his path, and when they fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. Yeah. <laughs> they shall run to and fro in the city, and they shall run upon the wall, and they shall climb up upon the houses, Amen. and shall enter into it. The wind is like a thief, and the earth shall quake Listen before down. them, and the heavens shall tremble, and the sun and the moon yeah. shall be dark, and the stars shall withdraw their shining, right. and the Lord yeah. shall utter his voice. Before his army, for the camp is very great. Yes. The day of the Lord is great and very yes. terrible, and who can abide it? Right. 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 See, this sound like the crucifixion to y'all. Yeah. Amen. Does it sound like the time yeah. when, when all things, when Jesus said, 
I come not to destroy the law, but to fulfill it. He was everything. He was the law. He was the high priest. He was uh, the Ark of the Covenant. He was the shewbread, the manna that came down from heaven. He was uh, the shepherd. He was everything. He was the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. There's not anything that you can find in the Old Testament that Jesus is not. He's all of it. And when he came... It was the fullness of time. When the fullness of time was come, God sent his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law. There's redemption. That's right. People say, how can this be? They read and they read this and they put it way off somewhere else. But it is at hand. And on down he says, therefore also now saith the Lord, turn ye even unto me with all your heart. And with fasting. And with weeping and with mourning and rend your heart and not your garments and turn unto the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful and slow to anger and of great kindness and repented him of the evil. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Sanctify a fast. Call a a solemn assembly. Gather the people. Sanctify the congregation. This is it. The day's here. The bridegroom coming. Here he is. He's coming. Um, Don't have to wait. On down it says what he will do. Fear not, O land, and be glad and rejoice, for the Lord will do great things. So he talks about the greatness and the terribleness of it in the same sentence and yet he's doing a great thing he had to conquer sin and the way only way to do that was through his death and it's the same thing for you the only way you can conquer sin is through the death of yourself the death of your will then the power can come then you can be raised in newness of life and i will restore to you the years that the locust hath eaten and the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent unto you. I'm having trouble reading. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that hath dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed for ye shall know that I am in the midst of Israel and that I am the Lord your God and none else, and my people shall never be ashamed. Amen. Wonderful things. Restoration. Wow. Yes. When you think about your broken and pitiful life of ashes and ruin, decisions that you've made that have led you down a path that you don't know if you can ever come back from. That's right. And he said, I'll restore unto you yes. those things that, that Satan has taken away from you. How will he do that? And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy and your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions and upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. I'm so glad we were all included. He didn't leave anybody out. The poor and the rich and the male and the female and the the uh, child and the elder, all yeah. of us. Yeah. He's included all of yeah. us yeah. in the whosoever will. That's right. Whosoever will may come and partake of the waters of life right. freely. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. The sun shall be do- turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord come. 
And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered in Mount Zion and in Jerusalem shall be delivered as the Lord has said and in the remnant whom the Lord shall call. So this was Joel prophesying of the day of the Lord. It's at hand. It's here. And then you get over into the New Testament and John the Baptist says... Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's here. You've got to get ready for it. You've got to prepare. You've got to make uh, straight paths for your feet. You've got to, uh, as Isaiah said, um, uh, let the wicked forsake his way. And the unrighteous man, his thoughts. And let him return unto me. Uh, uh, what is it? Learn to Yeah, i got to find it. I can't bring it to my Wash you, make you clean. Right. That's it. That's right. That's right. Put away the evil of your doings yes. from before mine eyes. Cease to do evil. Right. Learn to do well. Seek judgment. Relieve the oppressed. Judge the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together. saith the Lord, though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. And, then the, and though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you be willing, yes. there's your will again. Yeah, if you be willing and obedient, yeah. you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and, you rebe- and rebel, you'll be devoured. The, the judgment that came, somebody read the scripture yesterday in Young Folks Meeting about, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him might not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. And it says that uh, light has come into the world. And and that's the thing that condemns people. It's not mankind that was condemned and judged. It was sin. It was always sin that was the problem. And and Jesus came in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, he condemned sin in the flesh. He condemned it in the flesh. That's always what it was about. Um, For this purpose was the Son of God manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. So if we're in Christ, we're a new creature. All things are passed away and all things are become new. So the, the, the clouds and the darkness, you can go and read in the Gospels about... Um, what happened on the day that he was crucified, that he died. And there was a quake. There was uh, the veil of the temple was split. I, I don't hardly know what would have been the most amazing thing to have witnessed the rocks uh, breaking in two and the earth quaking or the sun being turned to darkness and the moon into blood or that, that veil being ripped from top to bottom. But we couldn't enter in. We couldn't go to him for ourselves. Uh, and, and Jesus made the way. He entered in to the veil uh, and, and that was his flesh. Um, so the day he told them, he said, uh, before his death, he told them, he said, you will receive power after that you've received the Holy Ghost. He said, I, I, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come unto you. Kept trying to reassure them, I'm going away. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come. I, I, this earthly Jesus has got to, to die. That's right. And he tried to explain it to him. One time he said it there to Peter, and Peter said, 
Be it far from thee, Lord. No, you know. And and he turned to him and he said, Get thee behind me, Satan, for thou savorest not the things that be of God, but of men. So, you know, people think that it's not going to require so much, but it does. It does. does. But when you do die, when you do surrender, when you do lay it all down, when you relinquish control, when you say, God, I can't do this. On my own, I need your help. When you do that, the power falls, and you wonder why it took you so long to get to where you are, right? You wonder why? How come I didn't see this before? It's so, it's so simple that even a child can understand it. Their heart is open to it. So his uh, his death, uh, his obedience unto death, um, it was. In his flesh, a hard thing to do. God has, uh, Jesus suffered everything. It said that he became sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So he became obedient unto death and he went to that garden. He went in there to pray and it took him three times. And he said, Father, if it be thy will, let this cup pass. He knew. Yeah. He knew. He knew what was coming. Nevertheless, nevertheless, not my will, but thine be done. And, and when he came out the third time, it didn't bother him that his disciples were asleep anymore. I'm going to tell you, it will not matter. Whatever is troubling you now, the, the, the thing that is in your way, the thing that looks so big to you, the mountain that looks so high, it will not mean anything to you. It won't look like anything once you have surrendered. Once you have surrendered your will to him, Lord, I give you all my heart. I give you all my soul, all my mind. I give you my dreams and my plans and my wishes. And and the Lord will require that of you as you go along your life, but it won't be a hard thing. Um, So he, he was obedient unto death. And he told them there in the first chapter of Acts when he appeared to them again. And he said, tarry ye in the city of Jerusalem until... Ye be endued with power from on high. They they saw him die. They laid him in a sepulcher. They knew he was there. They went back. They couldn't find him in the tomb. And then he began to appear to them. And and they still thought that the kingdom was going to be like something else, like something they had known before. But this was a kingdom that would never be destroyed. You know, later on, the whole city of Jerusalem was destroyed. Everything those Jews had ever staked their lives on, it was leveled to the ground because Christ had come, he had suffered, he had bled, and he had died, and it was finished. He had finished the work that he gave him to do. And they were all assembled in that upper room. They were praying. They were obedient unto the will of God. They really didn't know what was coming. How many times have people come to the altar after the forgiveness of sins? You know, it's easy to understand. I am sorry. I repent. My sin is ever before me. Against thee and only thee, God, have I sinned. Just bearing your heart to the Lord. I don't want to live like this anymore. I've made a mess of my life. I'm in bondage to this. Uh, I've got this problem and that problem. And God, I have no answers, but we know that you're the answer to all things. So that was easy, but... They didn't know exactly what was going to happen in that upper room. And you don't know either when you right. fall 
at the feet of Jesus That's and you right. ask him to come into your heart and resurrect you into a new life and brings power into your life. But they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. And it fulfilled Joel's prophecy. It was the day of the Lord. So you can take the birth of Jesus, carry it all the way to the day of Pentecost. There you have the day of the Lord. And then you can take it to the day that you knelt at the cross and the blood was applied, the blood that eradicates sin. And there the dear Savior, my soul sanctified and he gave me. That's the day of the Lord. Um, So it was fully come, the day of Pentecost, and they were with one cord and there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the building and they were filled with the Holy Ghost. And then their understanding was there. They understood what he was talking about because they had the Holy Ghost on the inside. And you can't really fully understand all the ways of God in his scripture until you get the Holy Ghost on the inside. You got your temple clean and he's living there on the inside. Well, he paid the price for us. And if you go over into Revelation, everybody's scared of Revelation. But you know what? It's kind of like parting that veil in the Story temple and looking beyond the veil. Just looking beyond the veil a little bit. You don't see anymore the baby in the manger and the man that walked on Galilee and the one that walked on the sea and the, and the one that was transfigured. You don't see all that anymore, but you see that mighty king. You see the lamb that was slain from the foundation of the world. And you see that. You see him riding on the white horse with his angels and his armies. And there's one place where it says that um, they praised him. He says, because thou hast taken unto thee thy great power and hast reigned. So he just died and he rose again and he picked up his great power. And he rode through the the light of time. He's still riding. He's still riding. He's riding through this building this morning with power. With power, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come. Now, the period of time from when he died and when he rose and the Holy Ghost was given, I don't feel like there was anything Satan could do about that. Not one thing. Not one thing. He won when the guards came into the garden. When they took him, when they beat him, when they spit on him, when they put the crown of thorns, when they nailed him to the cross, that was Satan's day. That, that, was, his, that was his thing. But that was it. From that point, from that point, he was bound up. And I saw thrones, and they that sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them. And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their forehead, for in their hands and in their... And they lived and they reigned with Christ a thousand years. And don't worry about a thousand years. Don't worry about it. A thousand years is his one day. And one day is a thousand. Just, time does not make any difference to God. So don't get hung up on the words. But the rest of the dead lived. And I see he had to reconcile everything. Everything before the cross and everything after the cross. He had to, he had to reconcile it all. But the rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such, the second death hath no power. Okay? 
the first resurrection is when you get up from the altar a new right. creature. Yeah. And then the, the second, the, the death hath no more dominion over you. Right. It didn't own Jesus. The grave, it could not hold him for he was the son of God and he came forth in power. Um, Okay, blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. So he had all that fixed. And when the thousand years are expired, Satan shall be loosed out of his prison. And shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog. have no idea what that is. I've looked it up and read about it, and and I still can't grab my mind around, around that. To gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And I guess it just means... Um, uh, all, all the works of the enemy, you know? Okay, so they were loosed. Yeah. Once, once Jesus ascended up on high and he said, from this time forward, go in the upper room, go to Jerusalem, yeah. right. the city of David, yes. go to Jerusalem and tarry ye, stay there in prayer, in one mind, yes. in one accord, That's and right. pray, stay there. But then Satan was loosed and it says they went up on the breadth of the earth and they compassed yeah. The camp of the saints about and the beloved city and fire came down from God out of heaven and devoured them. That's the Holy Ghost right there. When they were in that upper room and the Holy Ghost came through that room and it mentions the word fire in there. So he has taken unto him his great power. I understand when people have been taught a certain thing, it's very difficult for them to, to think about another way. But believe the Word of God and believe, don't, don't just believe us. You know, our folks have always said that. Go behind us and read. Get, get the Word down and read the Bible because there is victory. There is victory in your walk with Jesus. You don't have to be drugged down. You don't have to be up and down like Paul the Apostle. Um, you can have victory over everything. And we sang this song beautiful song just as I am without one plea but that thy blood was shed for me I'm not worthy but just that you shed your blood for me and you bid me come oh lamb of God I come and I'm waiting not to rid my soul I'm not going to tarry any longer out in sin I'm not going to let the the enemy of this world drag me down anymore but to thee whose blood can cleanse each spot oh God I come Do you believe that? Do you believe it can cleanse every spot? Just as I am, though tossed about, I don't even know where I am. I don't even know my location anymore. With many a conflict and many a doubt, oh, some people are just so lost and and have no hope. And they feel in bondage and, and like they can never escape. They don't believe. They have fightings and fears within and without. But, oh, Lamb of God, I'm laying that aside. That's right. I come. Amen. Just as I am, poor, wretched, and blind. You've got to acknowledge where you are. Tell God what you are. I'm wretched. I'm blind. I'm naked. I'm poor, and I'm needy without your spirit. Sight, riches, healing of the mind. Yes, all I need in thee to find. That's right. 
Oh, Lamb of God, I come. What do you need this morning? What do you, what do you stand in need of? Anything more than sight, riches, healing of the mind? It's all there in Jesus. Just as I am, thou wilt receive. Wilt welcome, pardon, cleanse, relieve. Because thy promise, just because you promised it, I believe. Just as I am love unknown, it's broken every barrier down. Now to be thine. Yes, thine alone, O Lamb of God, I come. It's a beautiful thing when we get sanctified. There's power. There's life, there's resurrection, there's beauty, there's holiness. We've got a wonderful church here. Aren't you thankful that you have heard truth? That nobody sugarcoated it or, or gave you some kind of watered down message, but that they told you, you know what, you got to strip it down. You got to get rid of sin. You must unload. <laughs> you got to lay it all down at the altar, and then you got to surrender over to the power of the Holy Ghost. He took unto him his great power. You take unto you his great power. When you, when you embrace that power, you will be a new creature in Christ. I appreciate so much what God has done for me. I can never thank him enough. Every trial and every, uh, every mountain and every hill, every valley, every, everything that's ever been in my way, I've gone to the Word of God, and I've embraced the promise that is there. Someone read that, blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. If you're still in mourning today, there's comfort there. Embrace that. If you feel a lack and a need, if you are hungry, if you haven't gone to church like you should have, or read the Word like you should have, or maybe you're lost and you're just hungry for something, the, uh, it says that you, you shall be filled. The promises of God are true. So embrace them. I appreciate um, all of y'all. And I want you to pray for me.